Hey everybody, welcome to another great episode of the Choking Hazard Podcast. We got a great episode planned for you today. Today we're getting a chance to sit down with Fernando Zulik as another reunion podcast. Before we get started, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to see more great coaches, athletes, and different technique videos, make sure you subscribe and don't forget to share. We love sharing more content with you guys daily. This episode has been sponsored by Spirit Leaf Waterdown, located at 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. If you're looking for Canada's top cannabis brand, look no further than Alex and his crew, and they're going to be able to help you out with all your CBD and THC needs. Just make sure you like us and subscribe to us on the YouTube channel, and you're going to save money every single time you shop there. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Enjoy the show, and we'll see you soon on the map. Oh, no, I had it on a split screen. I'm going to go back to the speaker gallery. Huh? You're a speaker gallery. Hey, my man. Hey, what's going on? Okay, guys. Can you guys see me? No. I can't, I can't see you, but Why? I, I Fortunately, don't... we can't. Oh, ah, there we go. I can see you. Uh, he is. Are you in your office? That's it, yeah. Is this Very nice. Your home office? Books. I didn't I didn't read any one of the, any one of those books, but they are there. <laughs> what, what, what book what books do you have in your collection? <laughs> they all kids, they're all kids' books. Ah, exactly. Lots of lots of graphics, not a lot of words. I like it's right pictures. up your alley. Right yeah. up your alley. All, all, all picture books, right? Graphic novels and shit. That's it. I'm I'm like a, I'm graphic oriented. There we go. Excellent. So, thank you so much again for joining us, Fernando. This is awesome. Is a is a huge huge honor for us. Huge honor. Huge honor. Huge honor. Oh, it's it's my honor to talk to like a two legends like you guys. Oh my goodness. Oh, we're great. we're legends. We're, oh legends. Yeah. yeah. Well, like Aaron was like a my white belt at Kenzen Kai. I guess it was. I like, you, like you were. Like, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, hold on. And then Aaron left you, stabbed wow. you in the back. He stabbed wow. me in the back. And went to Marco <laughs> Costa because he's a dirty little creonch. He hit you with a steel chair and then spray painted NWO on you. That's, That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Well, I, I find it very amazing. So like, as we kind of started this podcast and we we're joined with probably the working, the hardest working individual in jujitsu, as far as Canada is concerned. And if anybody is offended by that remark, they can go fuck themselves because nobody works harder than Fernando. So whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I'm triggered here already. I work hard. already triggered, right? But <laughs> I, I will say, cause like I was looking through Instagram today and I was actually like quite uh, happy to see that today, like there was a, or was it yesterday? I believe you guys had a big old crew meetup um, at uh, Kyle Sleeman's place. So it was like Professor Shaw, Professor Marco, Monkey, yeah. Professor yeah. Jeff Truckman. So like, that was pretty cool. I get to see all, that all was guys cool. got together. So how that, that was cool. Yeah. Well, like uh, we, I think, uh, I think we haven't seen, well, I'm, I'm with Marco and Justin and Monkey like all the time, but me personally, I think a lot of that group we haven't seen Shaw like in probably like ten years. Wow! So, uh, so Justin came up with the idea of a, of a bring him to the grading and and contact everyone. I kind of lied to everyone like uh, that I wasn't gonna come, so nobody really knew that I was gonna be there. Like uh. I just. Like all oh, a surprise appearance somewhere else, and then I just I just showed up like uh, yeah. 
but it was it was really cool to see everyone together like um like that's the like a like I, we all started together right like um, it, like um it was funny i was talking to a bunch of the guys from like we training back at shaw's basement like a, how hard it was because there wasn't like a lot of black belts we were just training hard and just like we literally we had no idea what was not that i have an idea what i'm doing right now but like we had no idea what we were doing we're just trying to hurt people like yeah. that was that was the plan right <laughs> so that's that's aaron's still playing that's his plan in 2022 <laughs> yeah, still yeah. i yeah. fucking roll with him friday and he <laughs> i had i almost ripped his gi in half he had to try to like rip his gi off to escape me <laughs> working on my story strength, i'm trying to i'm trying to get out of stuff <laughs> I had his lapel and he just starts backing away and his gi just starts searing in half. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not letting go. So you, you do what you're going to do with this information. <laughs> oh man. So like, um, obviously like kind of going back a blast from the past, obviously like all those like battles you guys used to have in that basement. Like, and again, like you said, it was just like, everybody was trying to just learn how to hurt people. Like, were there some sessions when you guys were in that basement where it was just like, what are we doing here? Like, it... <laughs> like, ah, uh, man. But you know what? Like, we were such like we were so close friends with each other that there was never like um, like yeah, we were trying to hurt people. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the training was was based on on jujitsu for, for MMA, because. Uh, Marco used to do kickboxing, if I'm not wrong, and, and Monkey was on the Canadian, the UCC, the Ultimate Team Canadian Championship. Um, same with Justin and Sean Pearson and all those guys. They were training for for MMA. That like the the whole, but then that's it. Like we try to hurt people, and now at the end of the session, like we are just the best buddies again, mm. right? there was no hard feelings uh, i think it's, it's, it's awesome that especially again even after like again like some of you haven't even seen shaw in like 10 years so you think about how long you guys have been training together over the course of almost 20 years now if you would think about it yeah yeah well it was that was pretty much the conversation we i, I was having with a few guys like it's being it's being literally like 20 years that i'm in canada and as soon as I came to Canada, the shop Franco's place was the place that I found to train. And, and it doesn't really matter what happened. Like after, after kind of like a 10 years, like everyone, when your way, Justin had his academy, I had my academy, Monkey Mark, we all, we all have our own academies now. But like, honestly, like if you ask me, what if you just, what would you change? Would you do something different? Like, honestly, I wouldn't do like anything different than, than what we've done. Like I would go to exactly the same place. I would hang out with Marco and Justin and Monkey and, and all the guys that just like, like it happened. Mm. Like I have a zero I have zero regrets. Like it was, it was just awesome. Was this like a reunion of like the Ontario BJJ Beatles, basically? It pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah. It was honestly like it was, it was really fun to see everyone together. 
Yeah, I think what you're saying is it's important too because you guys you guys all have like zero regrets of like anything that and again we don't even need to get into what happened or anything like that but like I think it was almost best for all of you guys to go your own separate ways on how they kind of those different pathways so like your own school and how that's been a big success and then obviously Marco has his pathway and everybody's had their own path but you guys have all forged to kind of like again find that realignment down the road. Well, the, the good thing too, Aaron, is now is like we never, we never, we didn't fight. We didn't, yeah. we didn't have a problem. Like it was just like um, the the idea that each one of us had it was like different ideas. Mm-hmm. But we never, there wasn't like a fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like you, and and you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, no, for sure. Different point of views, right? And, and, and Justin went his way and Monkey went his way and I went my way, Marco. And, but we never, we never stopped being friends. Mm-hmm. The, the friendship good. never, never ended, right? Like a, in my case, like, um, like I haven't seen Shaw just, I think I'm just circumstances. Just like a, he moved downtown. His club is downtown, kind of far. Like I, I've... I hate going downtown. That's yeah. the reality, right? So, but but we never, we never, it's not that we fought and we had a problem. There's nothing personal, right? Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah, I remember like Shaw had obviously the place, um, obviously the original dungeon, and then he moved out to like, I think it was like Scarborough at one point. I mean, Scarborough on top. On yeah, the, on the top floor mm-hmm. or whatever. And then yeah. there was uh, the Laird and uh, Bayview area one and then he went back in back in Davenport I guess it is now or Dundas or like and now he's downtown right yeah so so it's like downtown again yeah yeah so the the, and that's the the Chinatown place where it's like literally underneath in the basement and it's I remember going down there for a seminar one time and it was so hot just like the condensation up on the rafters of all the piping was just leaking all over the mass and steam everywhere and it was like oh man this is cool yeah I think (laughs) I think that's how Shaw likes it because that was like his original place at Lawrence and Young was just like that right yeah on the basement small and like we would train and literally like would like would be dripping like a conversation from from the ceiling it was just like, a, like a, <laughs> that that how it's that was fun no that's, that's cool yeah you know what and like everybody has their own preference of like their how they enjoy their club and actually and congratulations to you actually on your new move because you just moved to a new facility as well i just got a new uh we got a, like a new place and uh we kind of like uh we kind of like rushed a little bit was uh we were trying to move to a bigger place before COVID just because we outgrew the place. And I felt like uh, the, the student base, they all deserved like a new renovator place. So we were looking, then COVID came, of course, we, we were holding. And even now that we, everything was open, was still kind of like weird, right? Like we don't know yeah you don't know we what's just we just closing or they know yeah like i i signed the lease for this place last last september thinking that everything was over and then january comes and we have another lockdown i'm like okay clearly we're not out of this 
right? So now I'm in the middle of the renovations and I'm like, I'm, we're in the lockdown. Like, uh, <laughs> but it was like, we needed, we needed to get out like uh, just some bad things in that area that I didn't like uh, and we needed, we needed to get out. Like I don't want to get into too many details because yeah. it's a long, long story. Yeah, but new place, new fresh look. That's, that's awesome. it. That's it. That's good. So what's nice, what's nice the square space. footage of that place, man? Because it is almost, humongous. It's almost twelve. It's almost twelve thousand square feet. Jeez. Yeah. Woo. Nice. So there's like um, there's six thousand square feet of of mats. Wow. So uh, yeah, brand new, like washrooms, everything. It's looking, it's looking good. It's looking good. Yeah. That's nice. That's beautiful. Still, a couple of things that we gotta fix it. As I said, like we kind of rushed them. A uh, couple more things that we gotta fix, but we got time. That's it. That's okay. I mean, so like obviously, like coming out of COVID, and I think like one of the biggest things that you've obviously been well known for is obviously like getting the competitions back, right? And so like the big ones, like Ontario Open, that just happened over in May, and then obviously we have the newest one coming up, the no Ontario Nogi competitions. Like, how has the the process been going as far as like getting them back and rolling? And obviously, people are like getting more engaged. How is that going? I think uh, this is from from running the tournaments and seeing the registration. Not not only for for the Ontario Open, but I I like to see like I like to, I I want to have a good idea of what's happening so I can run my tournaments better. Right. So looking at numbers of all the tournaments, it doesn't look like that we are like a a hundred percent back. Mm -hmm. uh, and that could be for like different factors, like maybe people like um, I can't speak for everyone, but maybe people don't still not feeling ready because of COVID still too new or people weren't really training hard. They want to give some time before jumping into competitions. I would say the numbers that we are getting now, like we are kind of like 80% from, from what we had like before COVID. Okay. That's still pretty yeah. good. Which is not, yeah, which is not bad. Like it is what it is. Right, like uh, it's still, it's still the tournaments can make it like a, it's like a good numbers. People are getting good competition. Like I'm seeing like a lot of like new guys. Like uh, there is a lot of uh, a lot of new like um, white and blue. Like what I feel is like uh, those stack it brown and black belt division, even like a purple belt that we used to have in the past. Mm -hmm. They still. And I honestly, like, I don't know, because everyone is back training. Yeah. Maybe they don't feel like, ah, maybe they're back training, but they're not really training that hard to compete, right? Gotcha. So it could, it could yes. be. I know somebody on this podcast right now that you're, uh, <laughs> like, Fernando, throw, Fernando throwing any shade at somebody right now? <laughs> no, no, not really. And I'm, and I'm saying this because this is what I see at my own academy, right? I'm pushing, I'm pushing my guys and I feel that I feel the same. Like I, I, like I have like a, so many purple belts and brown belts and black belts that they were competing before, but now there is only like that handful of guys that are like, no, okay, I'm ready. Even like on my competition classes mm -hmm. that, that were huge before, like I'm like, a, now we have like what, 15, 20 guys. Like it's yeah. not, 
right? It's slowly, it's slowly coming back. Like um, it will go like, for, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure by the end of this year, the numbers are gonna be just like before COVID. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you, right? Um, I wanted to ask, so like, do you, do you ever think maybe, cause I know like whether it's in the summertime and then obviously we still have a bunch more tournaments obviously in Ontario before the end of the year, is it maybe there's too many or is there like saturation or is it just kind of like, eh, it's like people are picking and choosing when to do it. It's just kind of factors of everything. Yeah, I don't think well, saturation like it is what it is, right? Yeah. Like uh, you run, you run a good tournament, people will come. Like a, you run like a shitty tournament, people they people won't. Go. Yeah. Okay. Like there's always gonna be like a, you know, like yeah, of course. I don't wanna, I don't wanna do a tournament and there is another tournament in a week or two weeks. That's not ideally. That's not. Yeah. That, not good but mm -hmm. but it is it is what it is right like um mm -hmm. i i think it's just like um people is still like a little concerned about coming back okay yeah, that's fair do you, do, why do you find that is especially for like just touching back on like you said like there's a lot of purple brown and black belts that were competing and i saw this too locally like you know pre-2020 covid and then now like you don't really see that as much and you're pushing guys to try to compete more like why do you why do you think a lot of people are kind of holding back like eh i think i'm gonna wait because i'm just saying in august someone's gonna be making a comeback on this podcast and i'll give you a hint it's not aaron <laughs> <laughs> like i honestly like i don't know like i don't know if it's because they weren't training that hard during covid like um like it is I have no idea. It, it's hard to to think. Like I don't, and especially like me. Like I don't. I was competing during COVID. I was flying. I was flying to Orlando. I was flying everywhere during mm -hmm. we having lockdowns here in United States being open. Like I was flying to compete just because. Like I I love competing, right? And and here everything was so vague they scared us so much with this COVID story. Like, I don't know if that's, that's the reason that everyone stopped training. Like, um, I, I have no idea. I, I honestly have no idea why, why like black belts and brown belts that used to compete before they are not, they're just holding back now. Yeah. I, I like I think I don't think we could pinpoint it on one thing. I think it comes down to a, a bunch of factors. It's yeah, it's a bunch of factors. Like and and let's be honest, like um, like we're not like we're not at the same stage that like we can't compare Canada to United States. That's the reality. Like a population, it's like we're ten percent, right? Yeah, and, mm -hmm. and the same with jujitsu. That the the amount of shows and people they. The, like of some states they barely had lockdowns like they had like a like a like florida had three weeks of, of lockdown and then right? they just kept rolling and rolling exactly. they're just like herpes whatever we don't care that's it like uh, come yeah. get herpes come to the beach right? come train so so like yeah. i'm just i'm just trying to find ways to like we need to get back into competition fast so like uh this is the thing like we pretty much we lost two years yeah right yep so 
So I'm just doing everything I can, like a, like a Wolf of the Ontario Open. Now there is a, there is Ace Jiu-Jitsu that I'm partnering up with Jeff. And um, we'll see, we'll see. Like I'm trying to run like a super, like a the best show we ever seen here in Canada. Let's see how that's going to go. So yeah, this is what this, this is why we want to have you on Ace yeah. Jiu-Jitsu Pro Cup, baby. When when uh, is it? And so, where did the idea come from with uh, you and Jeff Santos? Well, it was more like a we we talking and he coming to me and saying, "I want to do a show," and I'm like, "No, like I want to do a show." Fuck you! I'm doing it. No, fuck you! I'm doing it. That's that's how the conversation went. Like he's like, oh, I I would like to do a show. I'm like, well, but I'm planning to do a show. And they're like, okay, so why don't we do it together? And and he came with a name, and I came with another name, and we figured things out, and we made it work. Um, we put the rules like what it was just like a brainstorm. What do you think is the best for like a for like a show, right? And uh, that's that's how Ace um, um, born. Like that's that's pretty much it. Like now you're trying to get everyone together. So as I said, we have a show on August 14th in uh, in Scarborough, uh, and we are trying to get the best that that Canada can can offer. That's it. So as far as kind of like whether it's like rules formats like how what what's our what's what's going to be the the format of the show like so the the format of the show like so the main event is a kind of like a grand prix so the, okay. the main event is black belt this event's going to be like a middleweight black belt okay and we have the two options so there's two sets how this is going to run if we can get eight people, it's gonna be two groups of four that they fight round robin inside their group. And the winner of the two groups are gonna do the final, the final fight of the show. And that's the big, the 181 champion of, of like a middleweight championship. If we cannot make it eight, then we have another set that's going to be five men and they all fight each other and whoever scores. So if you win, for example, if you win by sub, you get three points. If you win by points, you got two points. If you win on the referee decision, you get one point. And if you lose, of course, nah. you get nothing, right? So at the end of, and that's how you decided who is going to be either the, the winner of the five men Ryan Robin or the winner of the, 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 the two groups. Okay. Right. So eight, if we get eight people, we have two groups of four. If we have five people, then we're going to have one group and whoever score more points, that's the, that's the winner of that, of that main event. On top of that, there are all the super fights that are gonna come just to be just to fill up the card. Like, yes. I don't want to say like that because it just oh I'm just filling up the card. No, 
we're planning like the idea is not even i'm not even planning no there's no purple belts it's mm -hmm. only black belts and there might be a few good brown belts in the carpet so so the main thing is like um, ideally we want to show with black belts only we might have um, to throw like a brown belt here and there Okay. And already you've announced, you have one match already announced right now is Kevin Wheeler versus Darson Hammonds, correct? Kevin Wheeler and, and Darson is one. We have already, we have already a bunch of cards that they are like, a, there's a bunch of fights that they are already set. Yeah. But we are, we are releasing like, a every yeah, you just release that one. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, I think Kevin Wheeler and Darson is a big, uh, like, a, let's be honest, like a, they are two top, uh, competitors here in canada so i think that match alone it's already worth it to be there watching mm -hmm. for sure no is, is is there any other matches you want to release right now <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I can't release one right now that i'm honestly i'm really i'm i'm happy to see that match breaking news cnn it's baby here be, we go uh, no game is gonna be so every match it's six minutes, okay? Unless, unless, so it's IBJJF rules for mm. gi or no gi, but all the matches are six minutes, okay? Unless the two competitors, they agree on some sort of different rules. So this is the only match that's gonna be eight minutes. And is uh, Hussein Hazim from Toronto Top Team mm -hmm. against Orgis? I think um, I hope I hope I'm not spelling his last name wrong. I think it's Sageta. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's got it. from. Uh, he used to be. They gave me another name for the academy. I'm apologize. I don't remember the name of that. He used to be at Grants. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. If now they're you. at. Um, um, I can look it up really fast, but we, um, we had we, we had a legendary podcast with Ergus as well. Like we had a legendary podcast with you previously, where Ergus was basically he's watching a, a, watching a, a, he's watching a Pittsburgh Steelers game as he was doing a podcast with us, like, giving us commentary <laughs> on the game. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's it's United. It's the United Grappling Club. It's the Hobson Mora team. Yes. Okay, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So I'm I'm really I'm really pumped to, to see that match. So we're gonna be announcing that match tomorrow. So um, yeah, there are a couple more that are set already. So in the next couple of days, you guys are gonna be seeing all the the matches announced. Perfect. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see this because. Um, so the a question for you, obviously depending on where you get, whether it's the eight man bracket. Or if you get the five man bracket, is that going to be a no gi or a gi super? Well, that's gonna be that's gonna be the the plan for the event is the main event to always be a gi match. Okay. okay? Uh, but now the super fights are gonna be gi and no gi, depending on who we get, who gets invited, what their preferences are. We want to showcase the gi and no gi. That's the idea. But the main event for now, until we go through, there will be three uh, weight classes. So there's a middle weight that goes up to 181. There's going to be like a featherweight that's going to go up to 154. 
and we're going to have a heavyweight that goes up to 221. So we're going to do those three championships for uh, for guys. And for girls, you're planning to do one girls event early next year. And if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be the weight is going to be up to 141. Okay. And but that's not going to be on this card. That's going to be planned for the next card. That's going to be like a, the, the main card, uh, uh, like a five girls up to 141 on the round. That's going to be the main event of another. Of another. Oh, cool. That'd be neat. Yeah. 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 That'd be really fun. So that's already like, it's already like kind of booked to uh, the beginning of next year. So at the end of this year, we have a date already in November. That's going to be the heavyweights. So the up mm -hmm. to 221. So we are putting names down already. Who do we think are going to be the top guys in black belts in Canada up to 221? And that's going to be in November. Awesome. Okay. So I, I think like from what I can kind of sense is like, this is almost going to be like a series of obviously different cards and kind of keep building from that. And obviously like, obviously we can get eight man brackets. Awesome. If not, we go for five and event just keep going with new weight classes. Every main event for the next event is going to be a different weight class. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. That sounds awesome. And, and all the, the, and all the other fights just to make sure the event, uh, like a, like at the end of the day, like we want to see good fights, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. And so, so that was the planned event. Like I don't, I like we need black belts, and and that will help us to showcase the sport too. Like yeah. there's nothing, nothing wrong with the other events when you have like a blue belts and purple belts. There's there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying, but it's just not what we want to do. We want to do an event that's only show it showcases the best guys in Canada. That's the idea. Mm -hmm. right? um, and for the first event, like we are just like, we put like, we putting a lot of money on this event and, and we're just pushing just to, I, we just hope that people are going to like it. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. So if you're, if you're a competitor, you're listening to this, you're like a Brown or a black belt. How do you get on one of these cards? How do you get on one of these shows? Like what, as you as a promoter, what are you looking for? Well, well, right now we want, like we want people that want to fight. That's the reality, right? Like we, like we have a sense of lots of messages and, and that goes back to what we were talking previously about people don't want to fight on, on the tournaments. Mm -hmm. And not that's not different than the card, the, the super fight card that we are trying to do. There's always people that they have other priorities or they think that they are not ready. There's always gonna have something like a making, like a like a like honestly, like a making like the card for like a for like a show. It's not easy. Like it's not easy. Like a, so I just hope that people see the first show and they like the format and they like what we're doing and then for the next one it gets easier because people want to they want to be on it want, or whatever want to be on it in a show that's that's a great show right yeah so um when you look at like kind of like i don't even know if i did the question is like you look at like some of the grappling events that have like 
good successes. We'll we'll throw them out there, like fight to win or like even who's number one. Like, what do you feel that they do really well is like something that you want to even take your show to like the next level? Is it just a fight content? Is it like the way you would display it, the way you present it? What would you say? I, well, I, if we need to compare, I like to see, I like to, to compare with Fight to Win. Fight to Win was a show that it was built from nothing, right? Mm -hmm. They started, mm -hmm. they started small and they were growing and growing. And like, of course, running everything in the United States, it makes it easier because you have the material and you can go from one state to another state and you still have so many people doing jujitsu that you can always build like a decent cards. Like having said that, like what I'm trying to do for these events is I'm not even trying to do decent cards. I'm trying to do like a card that was never seen in Canada. Like the plan is to do something that no other show in Canada has done like just black belts, just the top. Like, is this hard? Yeah, it's been hard. There is, as I said, like we've been, we were talking to people. There's always people that they have other priorities. They are not ready to compete, but, and it will take time. Like, um, like it happens to other shows. Like it took them time to, to build the brand, right? With, uh, with who's number one is a little bit different because they came with, uh, they are pretty much flow grappling. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so they, they have already flow grappling behind them. And again, I don't want to take anything away. Like I think of who's number one is probably one of the best shows out there. Right? So maybe, maybe one day we can do something similar. The, the other idea for this show is like uh, I want like we want to have Canadians only. Mm. This, is, this mm. is a show built like from like Canadians for Canadians. That's mm. the and and until we run out of options, that's gonna be that's gonna be the plan. So you basically want it to be kind of like a fight to win style of like you're going like state to maybe not necessarily like are you thinking about taking us to like other provinces getting other like guys want, involved like yeah like, yeah we talk about that like we want that but that's the thing like we needed to make sure that we have um, that we have like a decent cards right mm -hmm. like i don't want to i don't think uh, for the brand i don't want to go to another province and now you gotta start you, you run a car that's not like a decent car yeah no i i i get what you're saying whereas like you want to have and showcase canadian black belts only and then run a really well run card with those canadian black belts and not necessarily yeah even if they come from vancouver they come from winnipeg we don't care but as long as it's canadian based cards and they have good competitors on those cards right because again like and again this is not a knock on like fight to win or, or anything like that but again you do get like blue belt purple belt fights and all that kind of jazz but it doesn't necessarily represent the brand that you want to display right and if that's the vision where it's like okay the vision is black belts canadian like i think you still stick with that and you still have to drive that and again it's yeah. about 
building the awareness that was the idea right so like we don't wanna we don't wanna run one every month going from province to province so we Mm want to run maybe Mm -hmm. three four a year on those different like away divisions that we talked like a featherweight middleweight heavyweight and the girls so right there you have four nice divisions that if you run those four every three months then then you have the whole year now you come back to next year and you do another middleweight or say let's Mm -hmm. Now you have the middleweight champion of the last year. Yeah, now you go. A couple new guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. I love it. I think it's great. Now it's just about building awareness and getting the competitors to compete. And we need to see them, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, I think it's going to happen. Like, I think like, like, as you said, like the guys are coming back. Everyone is getting excited for the tournaments again. Mm-hmm. Um this show is going to be a massive one i'm sure i'm sure people when they see the final card everyone is going to be pretty pumped to come no that's that's awesome so i I think especially for any listeners out there right now if you're a lazy piece of shit not training then you want to get on this card this is how you get on hey thanks aaron then i don't need to say that i really appreciate (laughs) <laughs> like just, thanks for calling me a lazy me. piece of shit Aaron. <laughs> i'm gonna help you out man i, I left okay. you once i'm not gonna leave you hanging again <laughs> you stab you stabbed fernando in the back <laughs> once me twice no i'm here to help you i'm here to help you <laughs> aaron's new team is now known as creonch top team that's it ctt 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 i love it um so like, as far as kind of like, obviously the competitor issue is kind of like one thing where you're working through and you're building, is that kind of like the biggest roadblock you've had, like within creating this tournament, or has there been other things that you kind of have to like work through and obviously barriers you're going to try, to try and push through? Well, brainstorming at the beginning was hard because you got to, you got to make sure that you come up with a format that's like, that's unique right like um i everything that i do like it wasn't different with the ontario open i want to do a show that and and that was my convert when i sit down with jeff and we talk like um, we want to do something that's different like if it's if the idea is to do something that it's going to be the same of the other shows like then we don't need another one it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. like we need what? something that people see the value on on coming to a show that's different so so we got that format of like either eight men or or a five men like a, as a super that's the main event of the night and and all the other super fights on top of of the main card but it needs to be like all black belts or or brown belts like mm. good good brown belts right mm. so this is a very uh copopodio-esque uh that you're you're trying to bring to canada yeah well uh, and i don't want to I don't want to discredit anyone. It was it was looking at Copa Podio. The format was was Copa Podium style, right? Mm-hmm. They have done both. They have done two groups. If I'm not wrong, that they did two groups of five on each. 
Yeah, I believe they did. I think it was two groups of five. Everybody did a round robin, basically. Round robin, the first place fights the second place on the other. So there's still semifinals and finals, if I'm not wrong. Yes, that's correct. And and they also did like a five-man round robin, which we had, I think, of the last one we had, I think, Michael Sheehan was a Canadian uh, representative. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a five-man round robin that they did it. Think so. I'll have to double check, but I think that he was a five. Yeah, it was a five-man. If he wasn't five, was four, but I think I think was five. So so not just giving credit to the guys. The idea of he was kind of like a Copa podium like style. Okay, excellent. No, I, I I think like like you said, like you're working through the kinks and in the armor right now, but I think. By the time the show rolls around, because you still got tons of time, it's definitely going to come into fruition, and it's going to be an exciting card, that's for sure. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. Like that's a, like a, we're planning, everything is looking good. Of course, we're dealing with uh, finding the right people to be on the first show, but I'm sure that as soon as they see what we are, uh, what we are going to deliver to the to the spectators, everyone will be want to be part of the second event later in november yeah i think so now for i guess exposure purposes i know we we've talked to a lot of different people uh we've had like ricardo on the podcast he's openly works for like flow grappling is this a show that you want to potentially do you want to take it outside of canada be like to go to flow grappling be like hey like we have this idea or do you want to make, or do you still want to keep it like within within Canada? What what's kind of like the long term vision? Is it uh, do you want to stay in Canada, or you want to still grow more internationally? No, the idea the idea is to stay here. I think um, I think one the main thing that even like the top competitors in Canada miss is a show that they can showcase their their skills. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have, we don't have a fight to win in Canada per se. Mm-hmm. We yes. don't have a who's number one. Everyone that wants to fight at who's number one, like now, they're either training or in the United States. Like, uh, who is the only? Who is the Canadian that's there? It's just Brianna. Mm-hmm. Like a Brianna is the only one. We got Brianna, and you got the guys that moved to the states, like Oliver Taza, guys like yeah, that who were Taza in Oliver and, and yeah. Uh, uh, Ethan and Ethan, right? yeah, yeah. So, 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 really, so there's nothing here. So, anyone with good potential in Canada, we gotta go to United States. As that is, is what we're gonna like. So, so the idea was okay. We need something big here that people can showcase. So, of course, like the show, uh, we are working on on streaming that show. Right, so uh, that's something that's gonna happen. So it's gonna be spec there. So we're gonna have the tickets on sale next weekend. Um, and but it's also it's gonna be streamed. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's gonna be like a pay per view, right? So I, we have like a company that's gonna do everything, and it's gonna be a pay per view. And of the and the pay per view once is in the internet, like a. I hope it hits like as many as many homes as as we can. Like as I said, like the idea is to do something for Canadians to showcase the best uh, the best uh, jiu-jitsu competitors that we have in Canada. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so we no, have I, no intention. There's no intention now on doing like an ace jujitsu. Oh, let's go to New York. Like, um, no, no, we wanna we wanna do that for Canadian competitors. No, I, I think that's great because now we're again. You've said it. It's like it's all about showcasing the Canadian competitors and the Canadian black belts that can get out there, showcase their skills, and again potentially win and then see that spotlight right yeah and, then that, and if they win people are seeing those guys maybe there is an like a they invite them to like a fight to win or mm-hmm. or who's number one or whatever whatever that the other show is right but if there's nothing here then there's nothing to be seen mm-hmm. i i think that's the big thing i think you're right i think there's that one big I guess you could call it like a super fight show or anything like that, where there's, there's not the exposure for these guys to guys or girls to get onto these bigger events, unless basically, as we said before, you, you end up traveling to the States or you're training in the U S at a big team. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the reality is today, if you want to compete, like you got to travel, there's nothing, there's not a big show here that that's going to give you any exposure. I think I think the Ontario jiu-jitsu scene does a very good job at like the grassroots level and like the Ontario Open for example like white belt blue belt purple belt like even all the way up to black belt where it's like you know it's the biggest tournament in Ontario possibly probably the biggest one in the country honestly but I think it's just there's that one more thing that's missing where it's like like the who's number one shows the fight to win Indeed, shows. I think we're missing I think Ontario is missing like a like a, a big uh, show like an event just like a super fight event yeah uh, and and that's that's the why we are doing the ace yeah uh, i agree like uh, I, I... so that that's the main plan like uh doing a show that the guys can showcase uh, jiu-jitsu that's it i i think everything before that like tournament wise i think we're doing a fantastic job i think that's just the one missing agreement uh ingredient that i agree with you is just that one show to kind of put people and get exposure and to get some people to the next next level mm-hmm. yeah and and hopefully and hopefully that's what i mean like hopefully they see what we are doing and that show becomes people that they win they get invited to go to to other bigger events in the united states yeah no, for sure. So I don't, one more question before we wrap up, because I obviously, because you are the, like I said, the busiest man in jujitsu right now, you've got a show coming up. You've got another tournament that's on the sidelines. What's kind of like the next steps for you now, obviously the shows are the big things, but then like potentially with it expanding affiliation, expanding the school, keep growing as you're growing, or is it just kind of focusing on the tournament scene right now and building that vision right now, which is ACE? Yeah, well, like a, my main thing is the academy, and I never, there's no doubt about that. Like I put, I put a lot of time on my academy. I want to have good instructors teaching uh, at action and reaction. That's that's the foundation of everything. Is the the, the, the Ontario Open the ACE is just the passion that I have for jujitsu. That's the reality. I wanna, I wanna have the Ontario Open was like a 
2009 was our first Ontario Open. And since day one, the idea was to make a tournament that people would, they want to come because that's the tournament to come. So mm -hmm. what we are going to do different. So in 2009, that was the first, nobody, nobody would ever think about, oh, let's give trips to the works. Yeah. And we've done that on the first event on 2009. We ran the first event back then. We had no idea how many competitors would come. But the thing is, okay, we want to have the best guys. Let's give a trip to the, to the best guys. And mm -hmm. we've done since 2009 all the way to here. So the Ontario Open, it's now everyone wants to compete. Like, uh, and then we keep giving trips. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and the plan with Ace is the same. Like, a, like a, we felt like, okay, there is a missing, there is a missing part. I have my academy. That's what I do. There is a big tournament, the Ontario Open, that that's for everyone, for the white belts, blue belts, like every single one, like masters, kids. But we're missing, we're missing one, one piece. And I think that mm -hmm. was the super show, right? We needed yeah. to have a super show that only the best guys are going to come compete for that title. And, and hopefully the other shows in the United States are going to see these people and they're going to say, you know what? I want that Canadian on my show. And they get invited to who's number one, fight win or whatever, whatever the other shows in the United States. I think it's an amazing game plan. I'm looking forward to seeing these shows. And I'm obviously very curious to see who the next competitors are, obviously in this bracket. So that's what I'm curious to see, but I'm excited for it for sure. Yeah, we are yeah. going to be announcing lots of things. This, and, um, and now so you guys can let people know that you guys are in charge of the online What's can do you, do you guys want me to do your job or <laughs> no? We're I gonna, mean, I, can, <laughs> I can do your job too. Like, I don't mind. Because, you, you're doing you're doing so many jobs right now. I mean, it's hard to keep track. Like, exactly. That's it. No, right? exactly. We, we so at the Choking idea. Hazard podcast will be in charge of the draw for the brackets for That's that it. main event middleweight world. Is it a cup title trophy? It's what, a what are you cup, giving away? It's a, it's a cup, yeah. So, uh, so the plan was like, we don't want to, we don't want to feel biased on, on who fights who, if it's two groups who are on group A or who is on group B and also who fights first and who fights last. So, so there will be going to template that says competitor one, two, three goes here and there. And there will be like an online draw, just like a, Two days before the event, there will be like an online draw uh, that will say this is going to be the competitor on group A or group B. Or if it's a, a five man, who is going to be the order of the fights, right? Competitor number one fights competitor number two first fight and, and so on. Perfect. It's gonna be this is gonna be awesome, Aaron. Um, is there anything that we have? Also, one more announcement. 
there's a, there's a contract that Fernando has uh, slipped to me with your signature on it for the 181 division. Would you I like to uh, that. announce that to everybody? <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> That's a surprise. <laughs> You're full of surprises here tonight. Uh, <laughs> like, in all seriousness, no, nobody wants to see that. Yeah, no, uh, Fernando. <laughs> Did we did what when did we miss the part that we said that the top of black belts? <laughs> like that, that was we're really <laughs> it, 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 we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like uh, we're, I, the, I, we're I, the last. I mean, like if, if I must, I will, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can find some other people. <laughs> Fernando's like, listen, I really don't want to ask Briars. Aaron, can you get on this fucking card, please? <laughs> <laughs> The love of God. So, so for, so Fernando in all seriousness, wrapping up, um, uh, any final thoughts, anything else that you want to announce, uh, sponsors you want to shout out, uh, the floor is yours. Well, the, like we did it with the other tournaments, like, um, like, um, any sponsor that wants to hop on board, they can contact us. Like we don't have anyone right now. And, if we get sponsors, like we are doing something that like a lot of, a lot of the, the profits, they are going to go back to the fighters. Okay. So all the fighters are going to get something back and that's connected to the amount of tickets that's, that's sold. So any sponsor that wants to hop on board and help the fighters, everything that we make, a percentage of what we make is going to go back to, to the fighters. So, and that's another thing in Canada too. Like we got to, these this people, they got to get paid. I mean, yeah. let's, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Like, uh, like we gotta, it's hard. It's already hard doing jujitsu here in Canada. So we can't give a lot right now. It's going to be the first show. But if we can get the right sponsors, if we can get the right crowd to be always supporting, the more we get, the more those guys are going to get to. Well, I do have a potential sponsor for you, Aaron. It's one of the sponsors of the Choking Hazard podcast, and that's Spirit Leaf Waterdown, Aaron, located at 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. You can and get if you're looking receipt. for CBD and THC products, boom, we can make that work. Looking for C3PO, R2D2, all of the numbers and letters that you need. Alex and his crew has got you. 64 Hamilton Street North. Just send me a message and we're going to make it happen. (laughs) Where every day it's 420. (laughs) No, no, definitely. And again, like we said, Fernando, like anyway, we're going to obviously be involved in helping you get this. Obviously the message is out, getting fighters connected, obviously interviewing those fighters as well. So like we're super excited to kind of work with this on this for sure. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the time. And whatever you guys need, just let me know. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. And everybody, thank you so much. Thank you, guys.